Let thanksgiving from deep and depth from heart be raised for your sacrifice, for the price you have paid for us. It cost you all. Be becoming a human being, you lowered yourself. You suffered instead of us. Your blood was shed with joy because your goal was not death. Your goal was not just birth, but salvation. In the sight of this difficult journey, you saw the end result. You saw people who will spend eternity with you, who will be able to celebrate together with you this party, this feast one day you saw those freed people and lives, those hearts which are healed. Healed as nobody, no man can do, only you can do this. Father, I pray today, let the eyes be opened to us all to see with our heart, to see the essence of Christmas, even if we have bad things happening, but let us see it be made good. I stand against these bad things. Everything will be changed during this year, but it doesn't mean it will end bad. It will be in different space, in different circumstances. Help us to find you and you. All Christmas idols which were raised in our lives, gifts, decorations, food, sometimes even family and friends, that everything bows before your mighty name, because Christmas never was about Christmas, never was about the food, never was about the family. It was always your birth on this earth. The star which shone upon the earth for humanity. And I proclaim that you will be worshipped during this Christmas. The church bows, bows the knees, pushing away everything that took your place. Praise and thanksgiving to you from those places where we are, single, a couple, all together. I proclaim praise on earth to God who draws your presence. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you that you are the Lord on this earth and no man can decide how things have to be. Above every decision is your will, I proclaim it will pass. For your people, for your nation, we have no reason to be afraid, to be angry, to be worried, to be sad, because you was born, you are, and you will be. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And the whole church which believes, let us say amen and give glory to your God here 
and everywhere. And let us join who believe and proclaim his greatness and his birth and his resurrection. Thank you, Jesus. Let us all shout amen and take your seat, please. It's wonderful to see you everywhere, online and here in the church. Amen. It's so wonderful to join on this Sunday. Remember, we used to have loads of children. We would have fellowship together. But during this year, we have different things. And this is good. I'm very wearing very bright dress, very intensively bright. And who know me, you know that I don't have this tendency to wear such bright colors. But this reason is I got it as a present, but that's not the main reason. I just felt that I wanted to wear very bright and intensive colors because I want to celebrate birthday of Jesus today, after tomorrow, on the 25th, 26th, the 1st, the 2nd. I made it on purpose. I wear this dress on purpose. Also, you can't close and cover the church. Today, I see it very well. I celebrate it in my heart. Listen to me. Everybody, listen, you can't. It's impossible to cover and close the church. If somebody decides to close the building, but the church itself can't be closed and covered. And the more the church gets pressure, the real church will shine the more and prosper. It was in Jesus' time, and it will be now. So let us celebrate. Also, you can't take away Christmas. There were movies and cartoons on Christmas, different fabulous. But speaking in general, you can't take away Christmas because they are Christmas is in your heart. Even if you, you could sit in the prison cell single, it's impossible to take away Christmas. So don't cry that it's so hard for you. We live in general very well, and Christmas is in your heart. And this is the time and grace of God that real Christmas should arise, the spirit of Christmas on earth. And God's power and glory should be revealed not during Christmas, but during all other times. I don't know about you, but I have to admit that during Christmas time, me, um, I'm interested in bric-a-brac, which takes all your money, your time, all those, she uses the slang, Pastor used the slang regarding bric-a-brac, small things which distract you, which are not important. This is not time for you to prepare loads of food and eat it and then suffer because you despised the limits and you 
some of the people need ambulance to help them. No, Christmas is the time of hope, the time of life. It's when life came on earth and you have to lift your eyes and focus on things. You have to focus. And Christmas was not taken away. Do you agree with me? So we will all celebrate Christmas. So this is not the sermon, it's introduction. If you want, you can take away from the sermon, but I needed to share it with you. So today, the sermon uh, will connect with the previous sermon regarding uh, the Board of Dreams, or so-called Vision Board. So today, the second part will be, and it's called um, what are those things which people try to avoid the most? This is not the question. This is the title of the sermon. What are those things which we normally try to avoid putting all our efforts? And you know, you know it very well. Tell me, what are you avoiding? Afflictions, pressure, coronavirus, are complicated marriage, employer who plays on your nerves. I don't know how about you. I don't like these things. And consciously or unconsciously, we try to avoid it, those pressures. And we will have a look at the Bible, what the Word says about it. Most probably you have all noticed. I will say now, I don't want to worship uh, pain here. If you feel pain, no, I'm not going to worship pain and um, unbelief, any pressure. We will not praise victories and we will not praise pain and illnesses. I just want to make it clear before I give a sermon. We will praise and honor Jesus, who is also in your victory and also in your suffering when you have everything and you have nothing. He is in both of these situations. And there is wisdom to find life where you stand in those circumstances. But naturally, you have to find it. And naturally, in your flesh, you don't have this tendency to look for suffering. Uh, so if you look at those sufferings in the right light, with God's eyes, those things which looked to you to be difficult and uh, terrible, you will look at them differently. So I will ask my husband to help me read from the Bible because uh, I can't see properly, but I promise that I will order glasses for me. So first letter of Peter, chapter 4, we shall read several verses in this chapter. Yeah, we can't hear at the moment. 
the mic. Yeah, so because Christ suffered in flesh for us, so be armed with the same thought that when you suffer with your flesh, you have lost the sin that you might live the rest of the time according to God's will. It's enough that before you lived as pagans, their passions, celebrating and submitting yourself to disgusting idea. So now those who saw you, they are surprised that you do not do these things anymore with them and they start to curse you. And then again, beloved, don't be surprised as you feel as the fire is burning you. It's nothing strange. Better rejoice in the suffering of Christ that when His glory be revealed, you might celebrate. And if people curse you because of Jesus' name, you are blessed because the spirit of glory rests upon you. Even if they curse Him, you glorify the spirit. Let not suffer anybody from you as a thief and a murderer. But if you suffer as a Christian, don't be ashamed, but glorify God because of this. Because it's time for judgment to start from the house of the Lord. And if the righteous will hardly be saved, how the sinner will be saved, it will be very difficult. So if you suffer according to God's will, give your soul to God doing faithfully good things. Also, I want to ask my husband to read from the letter for Romans. The fifth chapter says, so those who are justified by faith, we have peace in Jesus. We reach grace by faith. We also rejoice in sufferings because we know that suffering gives perseverance than hope and hope doesn't disappoint us and hope is given us through Holy Spirit in our hearts. Based on those verses which we just have read and listened to, we see that sufferings are not bad things if you have a right view upon them. Suffering can produce something good in you. During suffering, God, not suffering itself, but God uses it, your pain. He has a goal to make you free, the same time happy to make you free from what? Addiction, drinking, not only this. He wants to make you free from this world. Philosophy of this world, corruption, lusts, to make you free from your flesh, from lie, which was inserted since early childhood and keeps us. Bible says, whom the Son sets free, he is free indeed. Because God sees those idols in your heart, which govern over you, and they don't let you rejoice. 
God wants you to be happy. It doesn't mean being happy that you don't go through afflictions. No, you will have those things as well as victory. You will also be on the slope. You will be on the top of the mountain. Don't have illusions. You will go through everything in your life. But good news is you will go through it. You will pass through them. And if you remember that vision board we're looking at previous time, they, they were written good things, but very often good things stop from Christ's vision. If Paul uh, had done vision board, you would see different things. Apostle Paul says, you are boasting, but if I want to boast, I could boast. And he reminds the whole list to them. I was stoned. I suffered from shipwreck. I was imprisoned, beaten, thrown away from the cities. Apostle Paul, what are you talking about? But he says everything happened because of Christ, and this is what I boast. People didn't drive me away from the city because I was a thief. No, I suffered not because I was a murderer or liar. I suffered as a disciple of Christ, as a servant of Christ, and this is my boasting. I accept it as the greatest honor to suffer because of Christ. And the scale of uh, the values of Apostle Paul was different. Can you find Apostle Paul somewhere be boasting or saying very good words, praising any member of the, ch of the church family, that he could come to any woman and say, oh, what a wonderful husband you have found. Uh, perfect, you were praying so much and you got. Okay, this is the modern example. Or could you find somewhere when Paul comes to, for example, Corinthians church and would praise somebody, oh, what a businessman you are. You will get a lot of uh, huge revenue. Could you find these words? in the scripture or praising somebody that he has a very expensive car or somebody's well-being, healthy, bodybuilding, etc. We don't find it in the Bible, but we call ourselves believers and we say that we believe in God's word. But there is a question, when did you read Bible yourself? I ask this without any condemnation, but okay, if you say, if we say that we believe in God, we praise each other, but look, we praise each other very often for the idols. So for what Paul was praising the church, for the faith which they kept, he said, I look at you and I say, oh, Sister Raimonda, you had to go through many things, and I know your life. And I know how many tears you have shed. And I know how much you suffer today. But I see you not only believing uh, on the stage when you worship in worship group, but I see you 
kept your faith. This is for which the thing for which we should praise each other. For example, Brother Alex, you are following Jesus for many years. Brother Mantas and Sister Yurate, you experience aura in your relationship, in your marriage, but you have kept faith. Single mothers who raise children alone and you teach the Bible, you may cry when you are alone, you pray for help, and sometimes you don't feel it's coming, but you still teach your children faith, and God provides with food your family. This is the praise we should give each other. And when you reach heaven, you will receive praise from God. So I shall repeat it. We will not praise afflictions, but this shallow Christianity is abomination to God because very often we boast in things God does not like. And in this case, we humiliate those who are following the right path and we don't value them properly because we are not able to recognize. And it's very difficult to find power in the church because people glue their hearts to wrong places. Apostle Paul was praising churches for love. You have love in your household. You sit and you can look in the eyes of each other with love, not with hate when you rejoice that you have more rooms to hide from your spouse. Love is when you are ready to go and make extra mile for your spouse. When you don't love them, when you don't feel like loving, but still you choose loving. And this is the goal to which God leads us all. And if you lift your eyes above the horizon of this earth, you will have victories in right places. You will go through afflictions because of your fault, but you will also go through afflictions because it was not your fault. If you sit in your house and you are lazy and you don't want to work, don't say that people persecute you because of Christ. Go for work and the persecution will stop. Some persecutions, so-called persecutions, will stop when you surrender your flesh. Look, if you are in a marriage, could you agree with me that at least in my marriage, 90% of the suffering in my marriage is because of my flesh or my husband's flesh. And this flesh has to be crucified every day because you want to be master. How do you think? Can you raise your hand and, and agree with me? <laughs> and I'm kidding, but those who haven't raised your hands, you have to humiliate yourself. A lot of pain comes because your flesh was not crucified. And then life can come. Faith, love, those things from God who want to be revealed on this earth. 
there are sufferings because of Christ. When God leads you, you obeyed God and you expected the door to be opened, but it happened on the contrary. And you know that you were acting not like a goat and you were not complaining. If you are a goat, stop being a goat. Let God govern everything in your life. And all those sufferings will stop when you humiliate, uh, when you humble yourself. Because Christ doesn't want to us to be rooted on this earth. He wants to take you from this earth. You want to get rooted in financial stability in your marriage. And these things are not bad. But the more you try to get rooted, the more God takes you out from this soil. You plant yourself and God takes away you from this soil. Let him do this. He will add all those things to you. He will clothe you. He will feed you. He will see exit for you where you need it. One important thing I want to mention to you in these last days, very often in the church, the wrong gospel is being proclaimed. For example, there might be certain courses uh, and some people are listening to the courses even in our church which are called um, courses of freedom it's not our church that organizes but people who are attending our women which attend our church they are attending these courses they are listening to those courses and one of those courses is when um, with the name of Jesus Uh, women are taught how to make themselves free from bad relationship. Um, listen to me closely. Whoever comes, approaches you when you suffer, for example, in your marriage, whoever comes, approaches you, and they come, for example, with an advice. Why Do you go through this suffering? I will make it now a little bit primitive. They may say that it's not God's will for you to suffer. You can collect your things and leave the guy because God wants you to be free. To be free from that husband, from the suffering, from that horror. Now, Please understand me right. I am not saying that I agree when somebody abuses you. You have to separate yourself very often, but do it with wrong, right motives. But there are courses which show how valuable you are and you are wonderful lady, but somebody abuses you and you don't love yourself, you have a, a part of truth in this. Uh, but when you have uh, the message, leave uh, pain, leave suffering and all will be finished, that's not right. 
those who were, for example, leaving your workplace where you were suffering and you were changing very often your workplaces. Uh, when you leave it, you feel free. It looks like freedom, but still there are people who are slaves themselves. They offer you freedom, being slaves themselves. If God's Spirit leads you to freedom, is one thing, but when people say quickly run away from your problems and everything will end, this is the wrong message. This is not the freedom God gives. In my life, I have had two women in my life. One of them was my mom. I will not give you details, but several times when I was looking at her, I wanted to tell her, Mom, leave everything what you are doing because nobody is thankful for what good you do. I wanted to say like this, but I couldn't say this. I felt pity for my mom, but my mom saw things differently. I had doubts if she needs to live with my father like she used to live. But today, when I look behind, uh, I understand I wanted to make my mom free, but I was wrong. My dad still is doing certain things, which he was doing many years ago. But my mom, in the same situation, has been changed because she has greater faith, she has greater love, and you can put her in any place where you want, but Christ is shining through her. And when I look at her, I say, I want the same thing as she has now. I don't want to be shallow. I don't want to complain about my husband. Sometimes we women of faith, men of faith. We act not based on biblical grounds. God carries me through everything in order to reveal His glory. He wants to take your roots from this earth and give you those things which are valuable and will remain forever. And there will be no families in heaven, but you will have deeper relationship than you can imagine now on this earth. And if you put value on things and people as the world gives, you will have nothing. People mention the name of Jesus, but it doesn't mean that it leads to the freedom Jesus leads. For example, you don't feel comfortable in the church and you might get those thoughts, okay, go and look for another church where you feel very well. And the more time will go, the more you will become grumpy. Woman or man doesn't matter, but you will become grumpy Christian during time. 
you will mention the name of Jesus, but you will be grumpy. Now is the time when you have to go to the place where Christ calls you. So this is the time when you have to cast away those traps and strive forward to reach the goal which is in the highest. Everything will fall in their proper places. And when you go to marriage, to relationship, you have to be ready that you will not allow your flesh to govern there. Why? Because it's not God's will. Because flesh will never give you life and freedom. It brings you to another slavery and ambition. And it will bring you and your house to death. And you need that suffering. You need suffering. I wouldn't like to have suffering, but I need it sometimes in order to focus my eyes on right things. I remember when I was talking to another sister long time ago, when I was trying to teach her to leave um, a husband who was a drunkard. Now I don't think like I used to think long time ago. I admit it. And I am so happy that this sister didn't listen to me when I was trying to tell her to leave that guy. During 15 years of their marriage, they had ups and downs, but now they live in love. I can praise them because they have this victory. It's very popular in the church when people say, and also in the world, I ran away from the guy who was abusing me, who was torturing me, and now God gave me the husband who loves me. And how long have you been with him? Oh, six months, half of a year. It's not the same guy which I used to live before. Look, this is certain level. Wake up. Let Christ shine on you. Two, three, four years will pass. And that blessed guy, if you repent, maybe things will go different, but he might be the same monster. And again, you will have those problems. So still choose right things. Don't run from suffering. Somehow I feel this urge to talk more about women today, but men also pay their prices. I remembered one testimony as well. The lady was born again the first, but the husband was against. He used to humiliate her, especially when she used to come back from the service home. He was humiliating her. And it was um, the testimony which I heard from the husband. And he used to say bad words, curses, basically, in order to stop her from going to the church. But she used to smile at the husband, and he thought that she got crazy. And one day, when she came back from the service, 
she asked him for dinner. He started breaking uh, plates. He started breaking plates in the kitchen and was expecting what she will do. But she took a mop, a shovel, and cleaned all the stuff at his feet as well. And again, she asked, shall you eat uh, dinner or lunch today? And after this action of hers, he went to the church and gave his life to Jesus because he discovered that this is the power against which I can't resist, the man said, because she kept the faith she remained in love and God says I can use this person I can be your light look this message is not popular in the church in these days but until I stand on the stage pray for me that I might have courage to proclaim to you to open your Bible and see if our life is coordinated with the Bible teaching because otherwise you will not see freedom. You will be robbed if you act um, another way. Let us praise God, give glory to Him. That's why He doesn't leave us in darkness and we thank you, Father. Wherever you are, let us give thanks to God for his faithfulness. Thank you, Father, that you are faithful. You are faithful to us. None of us, we can't boast in our faithfulness to God. Many of us, we surrender ourselves to the lusts, to idols, and we bring pain to your heart. So we thank for your faithfulness that you still keep knocking at the doors of our hearts, that you waking us. You call us to go to real freedom, like Paul was going, like Peter was going, like the first disciples were going. Let us see in your eyes, through your eyes, during this Christmas time I'm praying for the families, husbands and wives. I am praying for repentance through which restoration comes. Restoration from all our egoism. The idol which is called I, let it be removed. Let humility fill our hearts and our goal would be not to teach the spouse how to love us, but uh, let God teach us to love our spouses in our marriages, in our parenthood, in our friendship ministries. Christianity, which is stage Christianity, let it die. Let the real heart of Christ be awakened in our hearts, in our works, in our personal lives. Thank you, God, for the light 
which can't be quenched and stopped and the heart which is open to you is a tool for love and faith and hope to be spread over this earth thank you jesus and if somebody listens to me today who discovered in your heart that you have built your life in the wrong way that you were looking for things that should be added in order to avoid pain so wherever you are in several words tell jesus forgive me i was mistaken i confirmed my flesh i let death inside and i'm not free sometimes it looks like that people have riches they have families all the world is looking for but you are so unhappy because these things will never bring you happiness and freedom only christ can and whatever is the price look for those things which are eternal arm yourself with patience go through those valleys through which you go with god don't run from difficulties where you need freedom he shall deliver you and make you free you will not recognize yourself when you pass it because you will have more christ revealed in you than you ever had thank you god so i will ask you to stand up wherever you are here and let us praise and celebrate and proclaim resurrection of christ now and forever